hello, and thank you for listening. I'm going to be reading The Darkness, Part 8. The next day, Dia awoke from a peaceful sleep. She immediately went outside. The sun was fully risen now, and Dia was excited to start a new day. She sat outside meditating while the sun regenerated her. She felt it melt into her skin, dissolving away all negativity. Its energy spread through her entire body. She closed her eyes and smiled as the warm sunlight made her feel secure. It was from it, after all, that she gathered all of her strength. But there was another source. Yesterday, she was able to gather energy from the mysterious man. Just a touch of his hands gave her enough force to burn through Sean's hands. An ability she was not only excited for but also looking forward to trying again. If Sean would let her, she thought, smiling. Although he had been more than eager to the first time. Once she had enough sun, she went back in the house. Sean was sitting quietly, alone in the living room. He looked deep in thought and worried. Dia asked if it was his hands that were bothering him, but he shook his head. No, they're fine now, he said, and smiled briefly. He told her Mark had gone out to run some errands, and that Jay was still in his room and wasn't feeling well. What's wrong with him? Dia asked, concerned. Sean raised his eyes up slowly to look at her and said, He's sick. Sick. I thought he couldn't get sick. Dia said with a slight lift of her eyebrows. Something's happened, Sean said quietly. Dia listened attentively as Sean breathed in deep and prepared to tell her. Last night, after we spoke, and went upstairs. I stopped by Jay's room because I heard something and Alex was in there. I guess she must have heard me when I got up to go downstairs in the middle of the night. That night, before we went to bed, I drank a lot of her blood and when Jay ran into her in the middle of the night, he drank a I found her in Jay's room. He was trying to revive her, but he couldn't. She was missing too much blood. Her heart had stopped. Now she's dead. After doing that, Jay started feeling really sick. It weakened him. He's having trouble getting out of bed. He needs your help, dear. You need to help him make him get better somehow. 
Dia's eyes were starting to fill up with tears. Does Mark know about this? Not yet. We haven't told him, Sean said. Can you help him? Absolutely not. I'm not helping you, she said, shaking her head. Dia, please, I'm asking you as a favor. I really need you, Sean said softly to her. Dia thought for a second, then finally she reluctantly agreed, thinking that by doing so, she could use that as leverage in the future. She was unenthusiastic and doubtful she would be any help at all. Dia entered Jay's room, timidly pausing as she walked through the door. She noticed the curtains were drawn even though the sun was out shining. It was very dark in his room. There was a candle flickering on his nightstand. He was lying on his bed. He lifted up his head to look at her, then he lay back. Come closer, he said. Dia walked towards him slowly. She was wearing a long sleeve shirt. The long sleeves covered most of her hands, and she played with the ends of it nervously. She sat down cautiously on the bed next to him. She noticed his forehead was beginning to sweat. There was a small hand towel on his nightstand. She used it to carefully pat dry his forehead. How do you feel, Dia said, while pressing the back of her hand to his forehead. Not good, he said, and laughed quietly, then started to cough. Has this ever happened to you before, she said, looking at him carefully. Her eyes gazed at him dreamily as she examined him. He nodded. Then he shut both eyes tightly and used all of his strength to sit up. Dia helped position his pillows for him. Then he grabbed Dia's hand and said, Not since you've been here. That's why I know you can help me. He looked confident as he stared at Dia with admiration. In his face, she noticed the way he focused on her and how his eyes seemed to have a bit of delicateness in them, and she could almost see some goodness in them. She saw how his difficult, cold, and unresponsive demeanor somehow shifted, and now she saw tenderness in him. His delicate state had definitely softened and she enjoyed this sensitive side of him. He kissed her hand while he closed his eyes, breathing in deep and inhaling as much of her scent as he could. She knew he wanted to bite her, and she thought about allowing him to. She was full of curiosity, the desire to find out if she could heal him took over reason. She leaned forward 
and turned her neck to one side. He pressed his teeth against her, cutting through her skin. Her blood soothed and warmed his throat. It made him feel better for a short while. He even got out of bed and walked around the house. Sean looked elated to finally see his brother recovering. He smiled joyfully at Dia as she held Jay's arm while they slowly walked past him. But that didn't last very long. Soon Jay was unable to walk again and laid back down. He needed rest, so Dia tucked him in bed and closed the bedroom door. I don't know why that didn't work. I don't know what else to do, she told Sean, who was standing right outside Jay's room. At least he seemed a little better after you gave him your blood. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to tell Mark about everything, Sean said. And soon, too, he's probably going to be home any minute. They both looked disconcerted. I need some fresh air, Dia said, holding Sean's hand as they walked outside. They sat outside. The air was refreshing and they both enjoyed the sunset. The outdoor lights were on, and as it became dark, the lights kept the back of the house well lit. She thought about the mysterious man last night. When she met him, she had kept the outdoor lights off so not to wake anyone up. She wondered if later she would get the chance to meet with him again once everyone went upstairs and they turned the lights off. Hopefully, she would be able to sneak outside. They were out there for a while, talking and drinking. They were taking shots of vodka. Dia was sipping her shot. Of course, she didn't want to get drunk. Mark came home and joined them. Sean offered him a couple of shots before telling him anything, and then carefully began to tell him the whole story. He started at the part where he found Alex in Jay's room and purposely left out anything. Dia noticed as Mark's face began to change. His eyes narrowed. He furrowed his eyebrows. This was upsetting him a great deal. You shouldn't have given him Dia's blood without my permission, Mark said in a deep, gravelly voice. What about my permission? Dia said in an exasperated tone. Mark laughed softly. He continued talking to Sean in that other language. She could tell by their facial expressions 
in their intonations that they were very, both very upset. Dia sighed and rolled her eyes. She stared away from them for a second. She couldn't understand what they were saying and that annoyed her. She began to listen to the sound of the waves and the few crickets nearby. Suddenly, she saw a shadowy figure standing at a distance. Could that be the mysterious man here already? And what if they see him or sense his presence, Dia thought. Suddenly she knew. Mark and Sean quickly stood up. They looked like bulls about to charge a matador waving a red cape. The mysterious man walked closer to them. He was smiling and appeared somewhat blasé. Good evening, he said calmly. Dia smiled at the sound of his voice. Mark and Sean both started walking closer to him. What are you doing here? Mark called out. Dia studied their faces. They were full of rage, disgusted even, and their eyes hungry for a fight. The mysterious man stopped walking and said, I'm not here for trouble. I'm only here to help. Then he finished what he was saying in that other language, although Mark and Sean didn't seem surprised to hear him speak it. Dia was stunned when she heard him switch over to their language. We don't need your help. Sean said, followed by a word Dia didn't understand, but it sounded like a name. That must be his name, Dia thought, watching. Where's Jay? Not feeling well, I imagine, the mysterious man said presumptuously. They did not answer the question. Tell me why you're here, Mark said angrily. He looked at Dia and smiled. Then he said softly, I'm here to help her. She doesn't need your help, Sean shouted at him. The mysterious man raised his voice and said, She does. Last time you almost killed her. She won't be able to help Jay without me. Anything she does to try to help him will only weaken her, and it will only help Jay temporarily. He needs a ritual. He looked at Dia again, then softened a little. Please let me help her. I can teach her how to do it properly. I know we haven't seen each other in a long time. But you know what I'm saying is true. Frustrated and discomposed, Mark glanced over at Sean. How long will it take you to teach her? Sean said, lowering his voice. Just a few days. Mark took a deep breath. All right, you can start tomorrow, he said sternly. But you will never be alone with her. 
I'd like to know more about it, and before I agree to any of this, he walked over to Dia. He glanced at her, holding his gaze there for a few moments. She immediately felt a warmth in her stomach, echoing the passion on his face. I'll answer anything you want to know. First, I'd like to know your name, she said, looking curiously at him. As Mark and Sean stared at them without even blinking. My real name is a bit difficult to pronounce, but you can please call me Steve. Okay, Steve, she said, smiling at him. Where do you guys know each other from? We met many years ago. We're old friends. Sean was standing next to Dia, and she heard him laugh softly. Steve moved closer to Dia. I promise to teach you everything I know. You'll be safe, he said, standing in front of her. Sean moved Dia a little bit away from him. That's close enough, he said. All right, Steve said, laughing quietly. Then he was quiet for a moment, but in her mind, she heard his voice say, Don't forget what I told you, Dia. They are very dangerous and can turn on you. You must be careful. Dia dropped her mouth open slightly. She remembered everything they had talked about the night before. And also, the power he gave her through his hands. At this point, she didn't know who to trust and if his intentions were pure or not. But being able to hear his voice in her mind telepathically made her believe they were connected in some way. And she needed to find out more. Okay, then let's meet tomorrow morning. Dia said. Steve nodded and smiled. Then he left quickly and as mysteriously as he had arrived. Mark and Sean barely spoke after he left. Jay was in his bedroom, probably still Yes. Mm-hmm.